0: is the one and only Stacy Ladisall. Good morning, Stacey. Good morning to you. How are you guys doing this morning? We're fine.
1: We're fine. We're fine. Thank you so much for coming on Praise the We appreciate it.
0: Amen. Amen. You're most welcome. Amen. It's honor to, to, to be on the show and to uh, share my story and Let God be God, amen? (laughs) Amen.
1: Yes, yes, yes. You know, I grew up on your music when you were doing R&B. And um, just to see the transformation um, from you doing R&B and just now speaking and preaching the gospel, um, it really blew my mind when I was at the um, conference last year. And just, I just want to ask you, like, as a child star, you were a child star. You know, you gave had your first album before you were a teenager.
0: Uh-huh.
1: And how was what was that like being a child and you know all the attention, the glitter, the glamour?
0: Well, to say the least, it, it it was not an easy childhood for me. Um, quite honestly speaking, those were not easy times for me, and. Uh, because I, I really had no normal childhood. I was always, um, whenever I went out, I always had to have a bodyguard with me, and uh, I had to come out of school, in middle school, I believe it was just eighth grade, because I was being bullied. Oh, wow. uh, Because the kids, um, you know, had found out through the teachers and all that my music was being played on the radio, and... and You know, that's why I do what I do now. I I work with kids, and and I love to um, encourage kids that if you're being bullied, then to tell someone, because this particular young lady that was picking with me every day, I was afraid of her, you know? Right, (laughs) right. (laughs) But yeah, I had a a, um, quite interesting childhood, and um, even when I went out front and played in the yard, I remember at 12 years old... Uh, My mom watched me so closely because people would literally drive down our street to see if I was outdoors playing, and and so she was quite protective of me, and I appreciate that, you know, and um, as time went on, you know, I went to record over at Motown as I got older, and uh, of course, everyone knows the story with Johnny Gill and I going to school together, we were born and raised here in Washington D.C. together, and we went to the same, uh, like I said, the same high. I'm sorry, middle school. So I was actually homeschooled after uh, being picked on in school. My parents thought it would be in my best interest um, if I would be homeschooled, and I finished my schooling there. Wow! So it wasn't. It wasn't. You know, it was. There were there were fun times for me, but at the same time, it was not so fun.
1: I find it very interesting that um, you were really bullied versus, I, I think in my mind, I would think if I, you know, went to school with a superstar, I would be doing my best to be her friend.
0: Yeah, but that's not always but the case. But that's not always you know, the case. You know wow. what's so sad is that, and, and, and my daughter went through that. She's now graduated from school. She uh, just completed uh, college. But, um, my daughter was bullied, oh wow, by not only a a little boy but a teacher ah, wow. because of her being my daughter.
1: oh wow,
0: yeah, so you know it's this bullying thing is is it's just it's just no good, and that's why I go to schools and talk to kids about you know if you're being bullied and to make sure you tell somebody because it's just it's horrible it literally breaks my heart when I hear of a child killing themselves as a result of that. Yes. And I've heard it numerous, <clears throat> excuse me, I've heard it numerous times. And I think it's just absolutely, it's just, it's heart wrenching to hear that some of these kids are being bullied because of the way they look, because of the way they dress, because of them not having the latest shoes and things of that nature. So it's 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 quite disturbing, you know, yes, but I thank God that he kept me in it, and he kept me through it, <laughs>
1: yes, 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 and so, as a teenager, you were traveling all over the world and um opening up for michael jackson how How was that?
0: girl, let me tell you something when i when we got that call, I was fourteen years old, right. And at 14 years old, you don't realize that type of opportunity, okay? I was just a little girl. I wanted to stay home and do the things that we did. You know, we played volleyball, Mm -hmm. double dutch. We played jacks. We did all of that, you know. And um, when my manager contacted my parents who were co-managing me, um, I'll never forget, my mother came outside and said, Stacy, we just got a call, and Michael Jackson's um, uh, manager want you to open for the Jackson's Triumph Tour. And I was like, no. <laughs> my answer was no. No? For Michael Jackson? <laughs> yes, my answer was no. <laughs> my answer was no, I'm telling you, because they they said to us that I'd have to be away for 36 I'm sorry, thirteen weeks and we were to travel to thirty six different cities. Right? Mhm. Wow. So I began to think about all that time I was gonna be away from home <laughs> from my friends, from my family, and I said no. You know, but of course when you're a child you think like a child. Correct. Right, right. right. So I did not understand uh, the opportunity that was presented to me because Michael Jackson's people, they could have contacted anyone, but Michael wanted me. They I was told Michael wanted me to open and I was like, OK, so we they, they, my mom actually bribed me to do it, so I, I went on and did it. She told me she no. would give me some money. So anyway, okay. <laughs> I
1: thought like it was Joe Jackson that bribed
0: you. I didn't so that's know. how it all began. I was actually nine years old wow. when I sang at my sister's school. That was the beginning of my career. At nine, I sang at her high school, and I won first place in the talent show. So after that, our phone began to ring off the hook, and that's really how my story, how it all began for me. But. um as I said before, you know, um, that was a there, there was an awesome experience for me. Wow, uh, to be able to open for Michael, to go backstage, pretty much every show, and go into his dressing room and talk to him, and and you know, to be in his presence. And I remember he was just one of the most nicest kindest, most generous people mm-hmm. that I have met. You know, as I recall, throughout the years, I had an opportunity to meet lots of celebrities and tour pretty much most of the world, I'll say. Wow. Uh, but not so many people, how do I put this for lack of a better word? Um, some people, when they reach a certain level of success, hmm they they form these egos, mm-hmm. and they they look down on people and think the more higher of themselves, and that was a turn-off for me. You know, when I met many of those celebrities, I was like, wow, it, you can just tell us, you know, it, it's just, meaning Michael, he just was not that way. Mm-hmm. he 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 was very down-to-earth. He was very humble, and I just believe, this is something I believe it was instilled in me when I was a little girl. I believe that humility is the way. Yes. It doesn't matter how much money you have. It doesn't matter how big your houses are, how many cars and boats you got. I believe that integrity and character and humility, that is the way. That is the way. Yes. Yes. And that's all I'm going to say on and that The note. Bible speaks <laughs> about that. Yes. <laughs> Well,
1: so as this child, and I'm just walking through, um, Mm -hmm. then at some point you disappeared off of the, uh, off, just disappeared out of the music industry, um, you know, as others come up, but we didn't hear from you for a while. So, what happened during that time? Because right now I'm saying Stacy Laddersaw, but you had a name change. You're actually Stacy Ladisall Jackson. You got married. You have yes. a family. So, what happened um, where you came from the R&B and now you are preaching the gospel? What transpired during that time?
0: I was say a few things transpired. Um, Many people didn't know back then, but I was suffering with depression. Wow. And I would literally walk around with this smile on my face, but on the inside I was very unhappy. Um, Money couldn't do it for me. Mm. The cars couldn't do it for me. Uh, The houses couldn't do it for me. And I remember... The more I buy, the more things I buy, it was like the more emptier I became, if that makes any sense to you. Wow, so yes, yes. I, I began to go to, I got baptized at 15, and um, we actually used to attend a Catholic church, okay. and I will not knock the Catholic religion at all, mm-hmm. but uh, we later joined a Baptist church in Maryland. And uh, once I was baptized, I began to pray more, and I be my, my prayer began to change mm. because I said to God, "Now I knew I already had a relationship." I'm sorry, you know what? I'm not going. I'm not going to say that. I knew of God. Okay. At twelve, thirteen, fourteen. Okay, but there was no relationship with God. So at sixteen, seventeen, I would say probably around eighteen years old is when the depression began to sink in and I didn't understand it because like I said, I, you know, knew all these famous people. I had this money and I'd never had to look at a price tag. If it was anything Stacy wanted. Stacy go get it, uh-huh. you know? So, you know, money, is, money is only a temporary fix. It, 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 it doesn't bring you lasting joy. And so, like I said, what I would do is I would try to fill the void Mm -hmm. With stuff. Because, see, I I truly believe, this is my opinion, I truly believe that we were all created with a void in us that Mm -hmm. only God himself can fill. Mm -hmm. Right? So I began to pray and pray, and I I began to read the Word of God more. And one night, I'll never forget this, I turned everything off. I turned the TV off, I turned the lights off, and it was completely dark in the room. And I said this to God, and I meant it with my whole heart. And at this time, I had to be maybe around 22, probably 21. And I said, God, I need to know what your will is for me.
1: My God, my God.
0: I need to know what your plan is for my life because I don't like this. I don't don't like being in this place. Wow. And I said, there's got to be more. There's got to be some happiness because it's not here, you know. Um, So that night... I had an encounter with God, Hallelujah! Mm-mm-mm-mm. Thank you, God. I had an encounter with the Lord, and that's when my desires begin to change. See, when God comes in on the scene, yes. things change. When God, when you have an encounter with the Lord, you don't stay the same. So what He does is Hallelujah! What He does is, and I, and I said this to the Lord. I said, I want you to show me what you called me, what my purpose is. Because, see, sometimes we think our purpose is one thing, mm-hmm. but God says, you know what, I didn't call you to that. I called you to this. My goodness. So those years, those 12 years, those 12 albums I recorded, even though I I, I had no peace in during that time, God gave me that platform. But guess what? It was all a part of his plan. Mm -hmm. So when I walked away from the R&B industry, which was 1993, I think it was 1992, that was the highlight of my career,
1: right? My goodness, and walked away from the money.
0: Many people don't understand that what I did, and some people thought I was crazy because that was the number one song on the Billboard charts for 13 weeks. Twelve weeks, something like that. So, mm. yeah, and it was a duet with Johnny Gill. Right. So, people were asking me. Even my manager was like, "Do you know? Do you are you are you really doing this? <laughs> <laughs> do you know what you're doing? Who walks away from the highlight of their career?" I said, "Y'all don't understand. I, I've been called." God called me and I answered the call and my answer was yes. And if I had to do it all over again, my answer would still be yes because God has given me. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Hallelujah. Thank you. Lord. God has fixed it so. I've had no lack in my life. <laughs> I've had, I'm not lack for one thing. When I say yes to God, God increased. Mm-mm. my God God increased my husband's salary and and began to bless us financially where I didn't have to go out and get a job. My I didn't have to, I didn't have to I didn't have to do anything else but be who God called me to be. Mm. And uh, a little about a few years later, God I didn't know at the time but the, the things that I was going through, God was birthing a ministry in me. And I, I used to always think, because people used to always tell me, "You're going to be an evangelist. You're going to preach." I said, "No, not me. I'm not. I'm not going to preach. I'm quiet and shy. That is not who I am. God, they called me to preach. I don't know what y'all talking about." Right, right. <laughs> I think we all I was like, "No, thing. y'all got that wrong. Y'all got that wrong." So, as I began to pray more and spend more time in the Word, God um, made it clear. That he was calling me to be an evangelist, and um, and I've been I've been I've been doing it ever since, and it was the best decision I ever made in my life. Wow! And I tell people all the time, wow. Whew, God requires us to walk away from some things, and some places, and some people in our lives. Mm-hmm. But are we willing to do it? Right. Now, for me, it was my career. He called me out of that career, out of that industry. You know, so, but getting back to my fans, I love my fans dearly, Mm -hmm. but I love God more. You
1: love God more. Amen. I
0: love God more. And many people did not understand. There were some people that got upset with me because I walked away from the industry. But when God calls you. People, some you're not going to be you're not going to be understood. Okay, I'll just say that.
1: Okay, correct. So
0: what I walked into. Well, let me repeat that one more time. What I walked into is far greater than what I walked away from.
1: Mm. That a preach. That a preach.
0: <laughs> yeah, what I walked into, and I would if if I had to answer again, if, if my answer would still be yes, because God has given me favor. I have, and I'm not even broke boasting or bragging but god has blessed me more than what i was Mm -hmm. (laughs) in the industry wow see when he when when he says seek ye first the kingdom of god and his righteousness Mm -hmm. and all these things shall be added unto you that the the, the blessings follow us when we are obedient to father god yes yes so we as christians we don't go we don't have to go out and try to make things happen for ourselves God is the one that blesses us yes he just wants us to be obedient and and do what he tells us to do
1: yes when he says what profit a man gain the whole Come world and loses his own soul so all the yes. money the cars you know yes. the houses all the attention the big paparazzi is nothing when your soul is empty yes and when your soul is just empty that means nothing.
0: It means nothing. nothing, and you know the thing all. that 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 saddens my heart when I sometimes I I, I look on social social media, mm-hmm. and I see where um, someone has taken their lives. Yes, from depression, and I'm talking about entertainers. Mm-hmm. Um, it just goes to show that money, fame, thing, status, things, cars, boats. Those are just, those things bring us temporary joy, right? Right, yes. But when we develop a relationship with the Lord God, there's a peace that comes. Hallelujah.
1: Yes, yes, There's a peace
0: that comes that money cannot buy. Yes. I am a living witness to that because I lived in that depression. It was so bad for me. It was so bad for me. The depression was so bad that I literally would keep the shades down in my bedroom. My God. But that night, that I had an encounter with the Lord, the Lord set me free from death.
1: Thank you, Jesus.
0: And every place that I, I say to the Lord, I said, every place that I go, Father God, I will share my testimony because you have done this thing for me, and because I have been praying and searching and seeking. Mm-hmm. But when God, when when you give your will to God, yes, that's it. And when you make Him your priority.
1: There's nothing that God won't do for you. Yes. Now, I've was a was it, I'm a church church baby. I grew up in church. i um, have been around church. Um, not a minister myself. And Amen. I, like I said, I was there with you, um, when you ministered, and I've been in the company of many preachers, many Amen. that have the gift of preaching, but there's no anointing.
0: Oh, Jesus.
1: and when we were oh God, at the God. retreat last year oh the anointing that was that. on you and I don't know if you remember but even after you ministered there was just where we just vast in his mm-hmm. presence yes we did. some people decided to go back to their room with the rest of us we were just there mm-hmm. and How the glory cloud that was there. And, and it was funny because I was sitting, there, I said, Oh, I'm used to this. Cause like, someone that's is. what I'm used to. Yeah. How, where did that come from? What did you do to get that? anointing? Like, what could you say to our listeners? Someone who saying like, you know, I know God's called me to minister, but I want to make a difference when I stand up. I don't want people to see me because clearly the Stacey Ladder saw that I grew up knowing wasn't that woman that I was working the altar with and helping at the altar with. So where did that come from?
0: There are two things. There are two things that I want to share very briefly. Okay. First and foremost, when you, when you talked about some pastors or preachers, uh, you said that they preach, but there's no anointing. Many are called, Mm -hmm. but few are chosen. Some people have sent themselves, Mm -hmm. and I'm I'm not knocking anybody. Mm -hmm. Some people have sent themselves, but God didn't send them. Okay, when you, first, another key here is when you have a pure heart. When you have a pure heart and your aim is to please Father God, and to be his vessel. And you have no agenda. You simply got, You simply want God to be exalted. You simply want his people to be blessed. Yes. That's when God can use you the most. When you empty yourself out. And you say, Father God, I decrease that you may increase in me. There's a price for the oil. Let me tell you one thing. Mm. There's a price for the oil. I, 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 I've heard many people have asked me that question. (laughs) Many people have asked me that question about the anointing. The anointing is not free. Not at all. Okay. And during that time also, when I was going through the Depression, I lost my hair. Wow. And I said to the Lord, I said, Really? I walked away from the industry, Lord, and I followed you. And I'll never forget this. And that's when God was, like I said before, he was He was birthing the ministry in me. All of this was taking place at the same time. No more income from the R&B industry. No more royalty checks at all. Wow. Uh, so I developed this fungus on the top of my scalp. It was like an infection. And I went to the doctor, and he told me, he so you may want to have a Um, AIDS test done because I've never seen an infection this bad before. And it literally scared the mess out of me. So the Lord sent a prophet that spoke these words into my life. Hallelujah. And she said to me, the Lord told me to tell you, that as you begin to praise and worship him, hallelujah, mm, 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 mm. Oh Jesus, I give you glory, that I will heal your scalp. Now, I didn't know nothing about no praise or worship. I had just <laughs> begun to fully commit my life to Christ. So right, right. I did not know about praise and worship. Jesus. So I began to look at my scalp every day. I looked at it. Listen to what I'm telling you. I looked at it. I looked at my scalp. But then I heard this voice say to me, because the more I looked at it, actually, the worse it was becoming. Mm. So I heard this voice say to me, put the mirror down. Do what I said do. I said praise and worship me. I did not say, look at it. Thank you, hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. So he was not only teaching me obedience, but he was teaching me the power of praise and worship. Yes. See, when we learn to praise God before he does a thing, mm. hallelujah. See, we got it twisted. We say, well, I hallelujah. God, I give you glory. We got it twisted. We people. We praise God after he's done a thing. Mm-hmm. But God said, praise me in it. Praise me before you Lord, get the blessing. Yes. Praise me before the miracle happens. God inhabits the praises of his people. Mm-hmm. So it makes, it doesn't make sense to the carnal mind. But I began to praise and worship God. And some time went by. The medicine wasn't working. The, the doctor gave me the medicine wasn't working. But the praise and worship did. But the did. praise
1: and worship did. But God. But God.
0: God healed my scalp. So out of that, God birthed a healing ministry. And I'm going to go around telling everybody. hmm But, yeah, the Lord, I, I have a healing ministry. And wow. I'm also, God uses me a lot in the prophetic. But
1: yes, it's I've all about
0: them. obedience. <laughs> yes. It's all about obedience. When you say yes to God, and, and, and I'm going to say this last thing on, on on that topic. When we come to God in prayer, it's not about the length of the prayer. Mm-hmm. It's about the sincerity of the prayer. See? Because God knows when we mean something or if, if, if we're mm-hmm. just giving God lip service. Yes. Right? Yes. He knows it because God looks on our hearts. hearts. Mm-hmm. He, he, he's not concerned with, you know, with the way we look, the way we dress. <laughs> but God told me that years ago, it's about the sincerity of the prayer. And that night when I was on the floor, I meant everything I said to God. I said, God, I give it all up. I give it all up and I choose you. Whew. Mm, I choose mm, you, mm. Father. I choose your will. I choose your way. Thank you, Jesus. And honestly Thank speaking, you. I'm gonna be honest with you. I don't even I at that time I didn't have a clue. Hallelujah. Mm. I didn't have a clue how I was going to continue to live the way that I was accustomed to living. Mm. But when I tell you I've not lacked, once again, I've not lacked for nothing, I've not lacked for nothing.
1: Thank you, Lord.
0: When we say yes to God and our will becomes His will, God says, I will supply all your needs according, according to. to my riches and glory. Yes. He meant that. Yes, He did. The promises of God are yea and amen. Yes. So, yeah, it, it was a cost. It, I paid a heck of a cost. Yeah. There were many, many nights. but I would just stay up and just pray and pray and pray. Some people, somebody even asked me a while ago, what did you do? <laughs> what did you do to get that anointing? You I gave said, it all me, up. I, let me tell you one thing. Do you really want to go through what I went through? Do you really want to go what I went through? The depression. Do you really want to go through what I went through, losing my hair? Do you really want to go through that suffering? Because, see,
1: long-suffering
0: is one of the fruits of the Spirit, but we don't want to go through it. Not at all. Not at all. But, yeah, it was a cause. It, it, it is a cause for the oil.
1: And you also have a women's ministry, Women Walking with Authority.
0: Yes, Amen.
1: Mm-mm-mm. Wow! So you speak to the women, the children, young people—that is just so awesome. Um, I'm so grateful. It was. Then, could I? I was just telling our producers. I said um, she has such a pure love for Jesus.
0: Oh, I love it. And, and,
1: and when she when she Ooh. talks about um, just her relationship with God, like you know that it's not a fake it's it's not fake she's like you just have this love for god um that is just so pure and and I so appreciate you coming on and speaking with you us so and sharing with our um listeners just your walk your journey and just encouraging um you know someone who may say hey you know what I'm depressed I'm I'm t- like what do I Do just give it all up to the Lord. Just give it up and you're a witness that He will take care of you according to His riches and glory. Um, I always say, you know, God promised that He will meet my needs according to His riches and glory, not my paycheck. Mm -hmm. So when things occur, I would say, Well Lord, you promised that you was going to meet my needs according to your riches and glory, not my not my paycheck. So I'm gonna trust you. And that's what we have to learn to do is to learn to truly trust God and to give it Hallelujah. all to God. I remember the experience I had of turning all the lights out and getting on the floor and saying, God, I surrender. Yeah, I surrender it now. all to now. you, Lord. Come you know, coming out it. of, you know, the world and just saying, Lord, you know what? Use me for your glory Yeah, and help me Hallelujah. through this process because I know it's not going to always be you know as nice and smooth but i'm go through some things but i know that you're not going to leave me in it so thank you and i see that you're a witness that he did not leave you in it he brought you through it and now he is using you to be able to minister to other women to be able to teach children that's awesome how you're going into the schools i was a bully i I wasn't bullied i was a bully Mm. And there's a part of me when I see um the the children, like especially on social media, and I see them, you know, taking their lives. Um, oh, I praise terrible. God that he brought me, that he delivered me yeah. from being now. a from being a bully. Yeah. But there's a part of me that I desire to want to talk to bullies mm. to let them know that you don't have because I understand a little bit why they do some things. I understand the spiritual aspect and I understand the natural aspect because I did bully people. Okay. I did. I I, I did bully, but I thank God for saving me because I tell people if it wasn't for Jesus, I'd be somebody's parent would have killed me
0: Mm. or
1: I would have been spent the rest of my life in jail or my mother would have killed me trying to, you know, get me on the right and narrow path because I didn't come from a home where I didn't have no home training. Okay, <laughs> at all, and my mother didn't co sign my mess at all.
0: Come on now.
1: Yeah. I got a whooping almost every day. <laughs> 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 I wasn't abused, but I was corrected. Exactly, but I ex- thank, exactly, yes, but I thank right. God uh-huh, for uh-huh. saving me
0: absolutely.
1: That I did not destroy anybody else's life. Bless the Lord. And children today need to know the pain and stuff that they have caused. How can people f- contact you for ministry? We have to wrap it up, but, but what is okay. your um contact information?
0: Well, of course, I'm on social media. Um, Twitter is Stacy Lattisaw. I just got an Instagram page. I'm trying to be more uh, active on it. I really don't. <laughs> I like social media, but anyway, uh, the, uh, Instagram page is the official Stacy Lattesaw, um, and my home, well, not home, my office number, uh, let me see which number is the best one. I have two different numbers. The office number at the ministry is 301-485-8507. And of course, my website, is StacyLattissaw and they can leave booking inquiries there. So, um, but yeah, that's pretty much all my information. And of course, it's the Facebook page is Stacy Lattisall, uh Jackson. So, Amen. yep. But that's pretty much it. And I do have a book as well. I wrote. Yes. And the book yes. is entitled "I Am Not the Same Girl Renewed." Wow. Mm-hmm. So.
1: I'm about to take a trip, and so I'm going to have to get that book to read on this long airplane Amen. ride.
0: Amen. And then
1: we can have you <laughs> back, and we can discuss this book.
0: Amen. Well, you contact me, and I'll send you one, okay? I sure will. It's going to be on me. Yes. Thank you. Amen. Thank You're we you. welcome.
1: And we, again, we thank you so much, and we appreciate you, and you enjoy Amen. the rest Amen. of you your too. day.
0: God bless you both. You bless have you. a wonderful Amen. day. Amen. Have a good day. day. Thank you so God bless. Much. Bye-bye now. Bye-bye. Amen. That was the one and only Stacy Ladisol. We Jackson, think you guys Stacy Land Jackson. Jackson.
1: I'm sorry, but those of you who grew up in um in my era, I'm 35, but uh <laughs> <laughs> Okay. I <nah>, know. <laughs> lies anyway. We'll be we be right back. Listen to the Praise Week Radio Show. Here we go. K okay, Classic, K okay,
0: classic,
1: K okay, classic, K classic, K classic. Can't stop this here. You can't top this tear. Work too hard. My God, I'm gonna play my card. I'm gonna leave your atmosphere. It's so toxic.